The Playmaker. Hi, I'm Chloe and this is The Playmaker. One story every day to make sense of the beautiful game. Today, Romelu Lukaku, The Flop. What Romelu has to do and and like most players have to do, and not enough of them want to, is look himself in the mirror and say, is he doing enough, both in training and, uh, and in match days? Because um, you can't just turn up on a Saturday and, and expect to score goals. You have to work at it every day. With his impending move to Chelsea, Romelu Lukaku has racked up nearly £300 million in transfer fees at the age of just 28. And at 21, he broke Everton's club record transfer fee. He was considered one of the hottest young prospects in football, and rightly so. Since his debut, he's netted 251 times in 508 club games, plus 64 in 98 for his country. He's the highest scoring Belgian of all time. So why then, after just two years at Old Trafford, did he leave with his ears ringing from criticism? You know what, there's, there's a reason why Lukaku is not at a Barcelona, or a Real Madrid, or a City, or a Liverpool, or a PSG. And the reason for that is because he's not at the highest level. You know, those teams, when they knew he was available from Manchester United, didn't want anything to do with them. And there's a reason for that. Lukaku was often dropped to the bench by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in his second season at United, even though he scored more goals per minute than teammate Marcus Rashford. He was called lazy, slow, and was always singled out for having a poor first touch. Fans and pundits all weighed in with criticism, with some even saying they wanted more than just goals from a guy whose job it is literally to score goals. Possession lost, Lukaku, I mean, that is, that is, is awful. That's really poor. The sprints is not great compared to Calvert-Lewin, but I think we know watching Lukaku, he's never going to top that list, but it's still not great, and the distance covered. And the reason I'm comparing them is... Not just to sort of batter Lukaku's performance, as I said, I think it was awful, but Lukaku is a striker who scores goals. He's a great goal scorer, you can't, you know, his goal scoring record's great. Whereas Calvert-Lewin is a player who is giving you a lot more, but isn't giving you a massive amount of goals. And that, I think that's sometimes a debate for a manager. It's really clear that all of the talk around his performances began to get to him. And just before he left Man United for Inter, Lukaku leaked data from speed tests in training that proved he ran the second fastest in the whole squad. He also told the Times newspaper there were too many things he thought were not right in the way in which he was criticised. And I mean, if you look at his record, you can see why he was confused. After rising through the youth sector at Anderlecht, Lukaku quickly attracted attention, scoring 33 goals in 73 matches. And if that wasn't impressive enough, Lukaku was still a schoolboy, having broken into the team aged just 16 in 2009. And so within two years, at 18, Chelsea spent big money to bring arguably the most promising striking talent in Europe to Stamford Bridge. And in two loan spells, one for West Brom and one for Everton, Lukaku scored 32 goals in just 66 games a phenomenal rate that caused Everton to break their club record to buy him. Lukaku surely! Oh yes! Beautifully finished! But that's what he does! 
by the time United came in for him, they knew what they were getting, a prolific young goalscorer. And the goals continued. Lukaku scored at the same rate during his time at Old Trafford. So why all the hate? Well, part of the answer might be in his move to Inter in 2019, as one of the criticisms often levelled at Lukaku while at Man United had been around his weight. Gary Neville had slammed him on TV for it. But football players, honestly, it's like a, a clock ticking. They should know their bodies inside out. You get into that zone as a football player, you know your fighting weight, you know what you're going to eat every day, you know when you can sort of relax, you know when you can sort of not eat, when you do eat, the portion sizes, they're absolutely scientific. Even when I was playing, you get into that point, don't you, as a football player, the routine. I'm not sure how he actually hasn't, through this problem that he's obviously identified himself of bulking up, hasn't then corrected it and found a system of working during the week, which is his training, it's his nutrition, that it's his lifestyle. Out by now. Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying, that's what I'm struggling old. with. You know. That should be well sorted out. But when he moved to Inter, the club immediately picked up on an intestinal problem that Man United doctors had simply missed. They made adjustments and he lost almost £10 in 12 days. But it was more than just his weight. From a young age, Lukaku had suffered from a lot of criticism. Following his record transfer to Everton age just 21, the Chelsea boss at the time questioned Lukaku's motivation and mentality. And towards the end of his time with Man United, Lukaku gave a really revealing interview. I remember my first game with Man United, we played against Madrid, the Madrid Super Cup. And I scored, but we lost. And there was a chance that I missed. And we played the next game against West Ham and I scored two. And then the game after, I scored again, and I scored again, and I scored again. But it was, it was always, yes, but, yes, but, yes, but. I would never get my, my respect. That happened at Man U when I started. That's when I knew, like, okay, <laughs> whatever was going to happen, people are going to look at me with, like, eyes like this. No matter how good he is, he's never quite good enough. And part of that's also tied up with the prejudice and racism that looms over the sport. And while at Inter, an Italian TV pundit was sat for racism after saying teams need to give him 10 bananas to stop him. But sometimes the racism isn't so overt, and Lukaku knows this. He felt it in the constant questions of him, those criticisms of him during his Man United days. And even as he continued to score and outscore his teammates, it was never quite enough to win people over. So as he returns once again to the Premier League, back to the club that brought him here a decade ago, all eyes will once again return to Lukaku. He's 20th in the all-time Premier League scoring charts, just five goals behind Jamie Vardy. So maybe the question shouldn't be, when will he score? But instead, when he inevitably does, will he get the recognition he deserves? Thanks for listening to The Playmaker with me, Chloe Beresford. It's a brand new podcast here at Tortoise. That's where I'm a football writer. And we'll talk about football's magic moments, what could have been, what should have been, and what nearly was. But most of all, we'll tell stories. To hear more podcasts from Tortoise, why not subscribe to The Sense Maker? One new story every day to make sense of the world. Available now on all podcasting platforms. Today's episode was written by me, Chloe Beresford, and produced by Tom Kinsella. The Playmaker.
Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.